Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Turn, please, um, in your sacred scriptures to the second epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter three and verse three. For as much as you are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of the heart. And let's look at verse 5. Ready? I want you to read it out loud together. Ready? Go. Not that we're sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. So in other words, He has given us what we need in order to be what he's going to talk about in the next verse. And now he's talking about his ministry. And we'll go back to this. He's talking about the apostolic ministry. He's talking about the oversight ministry. He's talking about the equipping of the saints. Are you for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body? We'll go, we'll go to that. In other words, you are a letter, living letter. Now he's writing a letter, but, he, but, but he's defining that what he's writing with ink is different than what is written with the finger of God. Yeah. We're going to get into that, but he's saying you are a living letter, a living epistle, yeah. not written with it. You're ministered by us. Yeah. We, we, we. We preach, we talk, we impart it. Are you listening to me? We baptize you, we anointed you, we ordained you, we, and we're working with you. That's what he's saying to them. And he's saying you're ministered by us. 
but but you're read of all men. In other words, you read. In other words, you, in other words, your life preaches. In other words, you're, you're not a letter written by man's ambition or man's agenda. You are a living letter written by the power of Almighty God to be a living witness in the earth through his divine indwelling in you. You're not a normal person, Bishop King. My God, you're not a normal person. There's not another one like you in all of New York. My God. You are, you are, I am I. You are FCF. You are SCD. You are CHM. You're a pre-denominationally inclined and post-denominationally prepared. Glory be to God. No wall of division can keep you out of God's vision for your life. We're coming for you with good news. Rise up. Stand up. Be whole. Be free. You may be seated. Is that how it reads? You are what? You are what? You are epistles. In other words, when you read, you got to believe who you are. So what's written? What's written? You are, you are epistles. You're, you're living epistles. You're ministered by us. We, we served you that. But, but we served you that not with ink, but with the power of God. And not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves. But our sufficiency is of God who has made us able ministers. Is that what it says? Look at the next verse. Who has made us able ministers of the what? New Testament, not of the letter, for the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. Well, wait a minute. Apostle Paul, this is the second epistle to the Corinthians. It's part of the New Testament. No, no, no. It's part of what God is telling the New Testament because he's going to tell us in Hebrews that this is the covenant that I'll make with them after those days saith the Lord. Not according to the old covenant that I made with them when I let them out of the land of Egypt but this is the covenant I'll make with them. I'll write my laws in their heart and on their mind. Glory to God. You you are coming to that point of expressive, explosive evidence that you are a member of the new body of humanity vested by God, indwelt by the Lord, activated by the Spirit, reformed by His power, destined... For, for triumph. Are you listening to me? And, and so, so, um, 
I don't want to get ahead of myself. I have to take you a little bit at a time. Anybody here, this is your first time in my meetings? Wow. Now, how many of you have already heard my, uh, the Lord minister through me? You, you, let me see your hands. Lift your hands. Lift them up. All right. So everybody's heard and you came anyway. All right. You, you may be seated because now I've got to do two things. One is I've got to do this week and go like that. And then next week we have the intensified al alumni and doctors will be coming together for first century discipleship. Amen. And, um, and so, so we'll get into the deep stuff there. Amen. Well, St. Paul says, your living epistles ministered by us Not with ink, but with the power of God. <laughs> and then he said, I'm going to jump a verse now. Who has made us able, capable, skillful, ministers of the new covenant. Not of the letter, for the letter Shout that word. Yes. Shout that word again. Yes. But the Spirit giveth life. And he's, he, 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 he's saying, look, we didn't come to just tell you what's written down in the law of Moses and what's written down in the prophets. That'll kill you. That'll kill you. You know, the worst thing in the world for a Christian is to think they know the word because we read. Because that causes you to inadvertently make the word a book instead of the book the word you'll make a person the person a thing instead of allowing the breath to let the word himself off of the page to live in your heart, in your mind, and in your body. What know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? And you're not, you're, you're not your own. You're bought with a price. Are you catching anything from this? Yes. See, I, I didn't want to preach tonight. Looking at me like, he called the Bible a thing. Well, well the Bible is a thing. It's sacred scriptures. It's holy. But if you worship 
if you put this book down and worship it, there's no difference between you and any other pagan religion in the earth today. When you open this book and know that through the pages, through every word, every word is loaded with life, with impartation, with resurrection, with inspiration. This is not a passive pond. This is a rushing river. This is the very living will of God recorded to affirm in your life an ever-growing experience of partnership with the Lord that bought you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. You catching this? So, so you may be seated. Of um, able, skillful, accurate ministers, servants, distributors, actually, because the word ministers is like serving like on tables. <laughs> of the new covenant. Okay, can I simplify it? The old is about what's coming. The new is about the new. Are you listening to me? When you saw Christ, the moment you saw Christ on earth enter into his ministry, it was time to leave John the Baptist's Bible school and follow the Lord who had who had an ability to read out of the book in the synagogue the very word that people rejected because he had the power to perform the word was talking about and he came and took Isaiah, said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. You know it. And he stops. He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, set me to heal the broken heart, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty the bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. You know, the, right after that, it says, and the year of vengeance of our God. But he didn't say that. This is rightly dividing so you can know what era you're living in. He said to preach jubilee. To, to preach you don't have to be bound. You don't have to be de- defeated. You don't have to be afflicted. You don't have to be infirm. What you've been waiting for and who you've been waiting for is now here. It's It's a new day. It's a new testament. It's a new man. It's a new... It's a new house. The house of Moses was great, but I'm building a new house. My God. It's a great house. Hallelujah. And so, 
when God builds you, as this man is worthy of more honor than Moses, inasmuch as every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is God. Hallelujah. Whose house are we? Hallelujah. Lift your hand and say, I'm part of the house of God. Keep your hand lifted up. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, lively stones. My God, lively stones. Let me try to explain this, even though I know all of you are catching it. I was um, taping, what is it, a five minute, 10 minute thing? I don't know, 10 minutes. You know, our main concern was I, I have a, an African gray. It's an African gray parrot. How many of you know what that is? It's a parrot from Africa. They live about 80, 90 years. So. (laughs) And so when when Reverend John was. How old? So we 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 brought, we got the, the parrot babe for. For him now, uh, this parrot, she's um, she's great. She knows the difference between she. You know, people walk. And she'll say, "Rev," and I'll say, "No, this is Doc." Doc. I mean, the bird goes, "Bring, hello." Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Bye. Please. The bird has a better vocabulary than some of the people who are in high school. <laughs> She's got a lot of words. Now, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to explain something. This bird can sound exactly like Dr. Robin when she wants to. Sometimes she'll sound exactly like Christy. That bird could bark like the dogs we've had over the years and wake them up from across the house. She could make sounds as if the dogs are fighting and we come out to break up the fight. She's over there in the cage probably, you know. She has that ability, she's just that small. Isn't that true? And, um, and so all along when we're, we're taping, our main concern was we didn't want her to get chattery and start, start talking. 
you know, I'm, I'm whistling or doing all kinds of stuff and start, yeah, I don't do it, you know. And, and so fortunately she didn't. But my point is that it would be very easy in 70 years to teach that bird some verses of scripture. Probably teach her how to say, yeah, she already says that. All you got to say is, hey, babe, do you know the Bible? But does she know the Bible? See, it's the, the danger I'm talking about. Please don't be insulted. I'm, just be honest. If you have a desire for God to use you in the supernatural, in the miraculous, every day of your life, then be honest with yourself. It is abnormal to keep quoting the word and not seeing a manifestation of the power of the word. He is the living word. He didn't write down his will so that it would die or kill you. He wrote down his will so he would accompany his word with signs following. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And, and as we move forward, regardless of the opposition, regardless of how it looks in our world, we're moving forward for evidence to be revealed to the agnostic, the atheist, and the critic that God is alive. And we're, we're going to see that demonstrated in the lives of those of us that are filled with the Lord. For now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with open face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Isn't that right? Changed into the same image. From glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now notice it is the writer of the very scripture that is, he is full of God, inspired to write the inspired scripture to define that now in this covenant, the Lord is the Spirit. That the presence of the Spirit is the very presence of the Lord. He, he's not here just to make us feel good. He's here to do what the Lord does. He's here to break the chain. He's here to kick open the prison door. He's here to cure every affliction. He's here to illuminate you with divine ideas. He's here. He's here to cause increase. Amen. One may, one may plant, the other one may water, but God gives the increase. I think it's increase time for you. I think it's increase time for you. 
And so in the, in the hour we're living in, we are going to see some believers fear and regress back. Because if you have too many voices that you listen to, you won't know what to believe. You'll think the sign of the times are the days you're running into. But the sign of the times is the generation God called you to be. You are more than conqueror. Not some of the time, not 10 years ago, but all of the time. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. All the time. I'm going to stop till I hear a shout today. And so, so here, here I'm going to prove it to you. Because see, some people think that this is crazy. Some people are so determined to have dark days that they're claiming what is not theirs. It said, gross darkness will cover the people. But it said, you arise and shine. For your light has come. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach today. Because I know, I know. risen upon you the son of righteousness is arising with healing on his lips come on you think the enemy can win while the church is present full of the spirit of God and confident in the power of his inspired living word Come on. Someone says, well, Dr. Harfouche, who do you think you are? I don't have a thought about who I am other than the one God gave me in the form of his word. Just like I don't have one about you. I will not agree with you. If you choose to call yourself a failure, I'll preach you up out of that thought because that's a lie. You are more than a conqueror. You're a winner. I won't agree. No, no. If you're a child of God, are you listening? If you're a child of God, and you know what it says is that as newborn babes desire what? The sincere milk of the word. Always when you think that way, you think bottle. How many are honest here? This is the house of God. I'll call you out. How many think bottle? Let me see your hand. When the scriptures were written, were they bottle feeding? Okay, so living, living mentor, in that case would be mother, would be feeding little baby. Living, living little baby would desire the milk of the word, grow thereby, and then past the age of milk, start eating some stronger solid food. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the church has come to the time for solid food. You have come to the time for solid food. Glory to God forevermore. 
Glory, 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 glory. the gentleman that the Lord are you here one of our dear partners and um, the Lord the, the, the um, you went to your mentor you said you're my father in the faith and I'm feeling you know you're getting fed through this ministry or whatever and is, are you here tonight your mentor and, and your mentor told you that he's not going to always be around and I was coming to his church, probably 1990. I, not 1990. In 1990, I was scheduled, of course, I was scheduled two and a half years in advance every Sunday through Wednesday and Thursday through Sunday, 50 times a year. And two weeks, you know, of course, everybody had Christmas and everything, so they didn't want revival. We normally spent December in Africa because the the churches we go to and the venues we minister at where thousands of people come, they, they're not caught up with, you know, um, you know, having uh, the things. I'm not criticizing now. But see, what happens is you end up with a cycle, with a clock. And if in church, we always know exactly what's going to happen next, we need help. So, you know, just like right now, you know, I said, I'm not going to preach long. And then some of you are going to hold it against me if I went a little bit near to say, she said he's not going to preach long. And, 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 he, and then he goes on to preach. Yeah, it's because sometimes the prophet will say something before he checks your pulse. And then once we check the pulse, we say, okay, CPR time. And uh, we, we were coming and I had to call, that wasn't the only church, I had to call churches in, in all over the country, all over the country, West Coast, East Coast, everywhere we were going, I had to tell them we were having a move of God, it lasted for weeks, weeks. But the third week of the meeting, third week of the meeting, such incredible miracles started happening just like 50, 80 every night, just every night. I remember this lady that had six inches of her back removed surgically because of um, degenerate um, spinal cord, and a metal plate was placed there. She was completely wheelchair-ridden, incapable of walking, of course. And um, she was in our meeting for all three weeks. She was in every night. She was in the meetings, and we were having miracles like the ones you're you grew up seeing and stuff like that. And uh, 
they, her and her boyfriend decided to, do you have time for a little story? They decided to go to the baseball game. And uh, they were in a, in a secular stadium, in, in a baseball game. At the time we were in church. And somehow, the program at the stadium was interrupted and my voice came over the loudspeaker saying, the kingdom of God is at hand. You know, or whatever else I said, I don't know, but they were so convicted. They said, oh God, you know. And so they got up out of there and left, came straight back to church. Well, well on that third week, three weeks, I just, the spirit of faith and working in miracles just came on me. I went down, grabbed her. I said, are you ready? That woman got up, started running all over the place. Her back is totally here. There was a man in the congregation the same night. He had a shriveled, a shriveled arm, actually had no muscles in it. They had taken out some of the muscles. It was just like that. And he had, he had, uh, he had to, a problem, a kidney disease, and he was on a kidney oxygen machine. And then they, they brought him, I brought him up to the platform. Now, you got to understand, you can't make up the gift of faith. But see, some people just want God to do it like that. Like when you put toast in a toaster and you just set the timer. If it doesn't pop up after a while, something is broken. Some of you are trying to get this result in a five-minute insertion. And God is saying, no, I want to I wanna dunk you. I want to inject you. I want to... I want to bless you. I want to equip you. I want to perform a creative miracle in your life. And uh, the gift of faith and working in miracles were so on. I had absolutely no doubt and no ability to doubt. I just turned him around, didn't I? Had him face the people. I said, what's wrong with your arm? He said, well, you know. I said, can you lift it? He said, no, I can't lift it. They took all my muscles out and they had to do surgery and it's all just like that. And I, I, and I said, you sure you can't lift it? He's just like that. He's totally healed. I said, well, do you believe if the Lord healed that thing, the Lord took care? He took that thing out of his, his he's completely healed. Miracle after miracle after miracle. And then a man that was visiting from Canada. See, this is why I couldn't come. A man that was visiting from Canada. You might have heard this if you're IMI. He had 40 tumors the size of golf balls on the outside of his body. You could see them. You could see the tumors. He ran up and I went to minister to him and he, and he stopped me. He said, stop. Uh, I want you to know I've been prayed for by and he named my friends they weren't my friends back then but the Lord connects people but he said I was, I was prayed for by R.W. Shambach I was prayed for and he named three people I was prayed for by Oral Roberts you know you think about it you know what I told I said, all right then, go sit down. I'm not going to pray for you. 
And he looked at me like, like you can't do that. You have to pray for me. You're a preacher. You pray, I don't get healed. What do you mean? You I said, I'm not going to pray for you then. He said, why? I said, because you've been prayed for by some good people. And all you're going to do is have me pray for you and you'll add me to the list. I don't pray. In an atmosphere like this, if I lay my hands on you and curse those tumors, they will dissolve and dissipate from the roots. Somebody said, who do you think you are? I don't think. I know in whom I have believed. Glory be to God. I know who sent me to help you. I know who sent me to lift you. I know who sent me. And that's what I told him. He said, I'm ready. I said, do you believe that God sent me here to heal you? He said, yes, I do. And on that Wednesday night, four days later, because he showed us the tumors. He was wearing short sleeves. You could see them. You know, it looks pretty ugly if there's golf ball size, hard growths all over your body. And the arms, you could see the arms. I didn't ask him to take off his shirt. But I was not going to go through the ritual of praying for somebody. How many of you have had it? I'm going to ask you in a minute. How many of you today, you're going to say, I have had it. No more prayers without immediate answers. If that's you, jump up and shout like you never shouted in your life. And so when we, we know that our faith is in the Lord, well, we know that the, it is the will of the Lord for us to be what? And be healthy. And we know that we have all, all probably everybody here is guilty of having said the greatest miracle is salvation. If that's you, lift your right hand up real straight up real quick. The greatest miracle is salvation. Guilty as charged. Well, if the greatest miracle is salvation, why are we wondering about everything else included? If, if the will of God is for you to be healthy, the power of God is more than capable to perform your health, your youth, your strength, your energy, your vitality, and your wellness. Glory be. I don't care how you were born, whether your heart was deformed or not, God will reform it. I don't care what condition your arteries are in, God will strengthen and let the blood flow. flow. I don't care if you have in your neck a, a, a metal plate or in your body plates all over. God will take a plate.
plates out and strengthen you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.